Hey, it's the Global and SA Crypto Podcast with myself, James, and what a scoop we have for you. This is massive news. And so to talk about it, uh, I have the CEO of Valor, Farzam Asani. Farzam, welcome back to SA and Global Crypto. Thank you so much. Good to be with you again, James. It's great to have you on. So what am I talking about for those that are listening? Uh, a lot of people are now, I'm sure, aware of it. Uh, this is obviously going to be broken on the likes of Venture Burn, uh, IT Web, I'm sure we'll pick it up, uh, Fin24 even, and uh, even, even larger scale outlets. This is huge news. The news that the holding group of BitMEX, the world's largest crypto exchange by volume in 2019, uh, 100X, and they've only just launched 100X. This is the name of the holding group. 100X have... Uh, invested in Valor's Series A. Congratulations, Fazam. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, James. Um, so, so we've just got the news. This was a huge round uh, for you guys. Um, a total of 57 million rand is the equivalent. I mean, uh, it was 3.4 million US dollars. But Farzam, uh, let's talk about how Valor got there. How did you get in touch with 100X, especially considering the announcement of BitMEX's new holding company is actually such a new development as it is. Sure. So it's important to note that uh, 100X led the, the round, <clears throat> but the actual round was uh, contributed to as well by 4DI Capital, which is a South African-based venture capital company. So uh, between, between the two of them, we raised 57 million rand. Um, so the story of 100X goes back, actually, I think... To, to 2016 when I was in China and I met Arthur Hayes when, uh, before BitMEX was really a known entity. And, um, <clears throat> and um, I was actually at a meetup, at a BitMEX meetup uh, in Shanghai. And at that time, I think uh, BitMEX must have had about seven employees and there were maybe about, I don't know, uh, five customers there in the room with them at the time. So they were just getting off the ground and Arthur and I have stayed in touch ever since. And uh, when we started to raise some money, um, I mentioned it in a conversation, they said we should talk. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. Wow. So I actually think I may have seen a YouTube video of that meetup. Um, is, that, is that meetup talk on YouTube? Have you looked? It's not a, it wasn't a talk. It was at some, we, were, we had chicken wings uh, at some, some bar slash restaurant. So I highly doubt there would have been any YouTube coverage of it uh, okay. and it was just well, kind of a meet and greet well we're gonna we're gonna find the link uh to this talk and we, you can tell us if it was this if it was the same <laughs> okay. the same venue because i mean what a great story and that's really that's really what um what investment and entre entrepreneurship is all about it's it's about networks and relationship isn't it Absolutely, absolutely. So we were, we were very lucky at that time. And at that time, I mean, Valor wasn't even a figment of my imagination. Uh, wow. So wow. Um, I think just, just kind of keeping up with relationships, uh, you know, it leads to places. I think that's a, uh, it's an important thing just to maintain relationships across the board, not, not, to, not for the gain of anything in particular. Hopefully you can also be able to contribute. But I think that's what the world is made up of, you know, relationships and um, being able to assist one another. Absolutely. So let's veer off the script here a little bit, Farzam. Um, you said that Valor was not even a figment of your imagination. Are you saying that all those years ago, you didn't 
ever have the thought of starting your own crypto exchange? I did not. <laughs> no, James. Uh, at the time, I was uh, the uh, blockchain lead and the cryptocurrency lead at the RMB in the first round group. And I was actually in Shanghai for one of the uh, Ethereum conferences, DevCon. And um, at the time, we were just trying to figure out what's going on in the, in the crypto world. You know, it was the first time that I had gone to a, 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 a conference, uh, an Ethereum-based conference at the time. Um, and really just learning. At the, at the time, the DeFi, I don't think, even really was a, was a term, decentralized finance. And we were just kind of learning all about the different protocols and, and what this new world was all about. And I was trying to do my best to, to kind of put uh, RMB and the first round group kind of onto the map and to make sure that we were doing good work for, for our, our customers then at the time. Um, obviously, um, I, I spent a couple of years there and then decided in 2018 to leave to start Valor. So this was a good couple of years before thinking about, uh, about Valor. Wow, amazing. So, uh, well, per perhaps one day we shall ask you uh, the idea. I mean, I know we have spoken to you about your origin stories, but I think entrepreneurship stories are, are always just so great. But we'll get to that. For now, we want to focus on this wonderful news. Um, let's talk about the negotiations then. When did they begin? And would you mind just taking us through some of the key aspects of the process? Yeah, sure. Um, we really started the main discussions with potential investors, I would say at the end of January, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so we chatted with, uh, with 100X. Uh, I think actually at the time they weren't at 100X. 100X is, is an entity that, as you know, has been recently announced. Yes. So would it um, have been HDR? Correct, correct. HDR right. is actually the, the, yeah, the, the group that has invested. And... Um, um, we, we started, as I said, end of January, um, chatted to a, a number of investors, some investors, potential investors, uh, it never got past the first initial email. Uh, others, we went down the line and then they uh, dropped out at the last minute. And then obviously, as you know, this has been a very interesting time to try to raise money because it's been in the middle of the COVID pandemic. Mm. Um, so actually, at, at some point, I was wondering whether we would actually uh, continue with the round at all because things were so precarious. Financial markets around the globe were were in turmoil, and it was really uh, you know a lot of people were just closing the taps. In fact, one of the potential investors, very shortly after the um, the I think it was in early March, if I'm not mistaken, they kind of said, "Listen, we've got to put our put the brakes on here, and we're actually going to stop investing in in any company and just going to focus on our portfolio companies, the ones they had already invested into." Right. So that was one. We there was actually a, a I'm not at liberty to share their name now, but a, a very very big household name financial group uh, that were like got to the eleventh hour with us, but at the last moment um, weren't able to pull it off. But uh, that was very very close. Um, so uh, we we landed up with two wonderful investors in, in the likes of uh, 100x and 40 uh, 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 and 40i. So we're, we're very, very happy about the outcome. Mm. And obviously, uh, 57 million rand uh, in, in, in czar value is a fair sum. Uh, and you've just mentioned that obviously this 100x uh, stake 
didn't take up the full 57 million. But are you at liberty to divulge the stake that 100X are taking in Valor? Um, or at least perhaps give us an indication as to where this values Valor? So I can't, I'm not at liberty to share all the particular shareholdings or nor, nor the actual valuation. What I can share, though, is that the founders remain in firm control of the company. So this, isn't, uh, this wasn't a case of, um, of you know, people kind of taking over the company or management changing or the decision makers changing. Uh, the same uh, co-founders that started the business are very much in control of the company. They will continue running the company and, and making the, the, the bulk of the decisions of the company. Uh, of course, there are particular protections that any investor asks for, which we, we were happy to, uh, to accommodate. But uh, I think for the most part, uh, the, the main thing to take away here is that uh, the, the, controlling, or the controlling shareholders haven't changed at all. Um, and what we're talking about is some new minority investors that have come in. Of course, our previous seed investors uh, in the likes of Michael Jordan from Montegre Capital, who is the ex uh, FNB CEO, as well as Bittrex, um, the US-based cryptocurrency exchange, one of the largest in the world as well. They have remained uh, investors. And it's actually important to note that um, um, there was an offer to actually uh, buy out Bittrex's stake. Bittrex uh, said that they weren't sellers, so they have remained and they will continue to remain as investors in the company. Wow. So um, following on from, from that point regarding the Bittrex investment, I know that that investment was a serious headache for Valor due to foreign exchange control here in South Africa. Did you experience the same kind of bureaucracy or did you accommodate that bureaucracy by utilizing jurisdictional arbitrage? No, no. So there wasn't, wasn't any jurisdictional arbitrage um, and we didn't have any issues with exchange control this time for a very simple reason, which was much more than our seed round. Our seed round was raised with what's called a simple agreement for future equity. Uh, this is a financial instrument that's been around since about 2013, 2014. Uh, come, it came out of Silicon Valley. And I, I believe we were actually, if not the first to use it uh, to attract foreign capital into South Africa by any South African company. At least it was the first time our authorized dealer, our bank, had ever approved a, an investment using such an instrument. And the difficulty was that instrument wasn't a well-known instrument. And so exchange control effectively caters for quite vanilla uh, investment uh, structures. And so there was a lot of confusion as to whether a simple agreement for future equity was a debt instrument or an equity instrument. And we said it was an equity instrument. And then the, the, based on that information, the authorized dealer asked for the, share, the shares uh, or the share certificates. But we said, no, the whole point of a simple agreement for future equity is that the share certificates will be issued at a, at a time down the line. Mm -hmm. And actually this, this series A round is what triggered that uh, um, conversion from the safe instrument into the shares. So this fundraising, our series A was literally a straightforward uh, subscription of shares. And so um, it, it, it has imposed any difficulties with, uh, with, with exchange control. Having said that, we, we aren't, uh, out of the woods yet. We, we are in the process of actually just getting it approved. 
but we are in contact with the authorized dealers and uh, we've been assured that there shouldn't be any issues. Okay, well, that's, that's good news, great to hear, but obviously we hope that um, the exchange control administration is loosened and relaxed for future investments into South Africa. Um, uh, Farzam, the uh, investment from a huge company like uh, 100X, um, BitMEX being their crown jewel, um, indicates that there could be more than South African interest here. Does Valor intend on expanding beyond the South African market? And if so, what are some of those plans? Definitely. So we, we haven't built South Africa or Valor just for, for South Africans, although we love South Africa and we're based here. Um, we certainly plan on, 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 on offering uh, the platform to people beyond uh, South Africa. Indeed, uh, we have customers already from all over the world who are, are trading crypto to crypto predominantly um, because our main product, uh, as you know, is Bitcoin RAND trading. And in order to, to participate in that pair, you need to have a South African bank account. But we're planning on really expanding um, the on-ramps into the crypto space. So we're looking at other African jurisdictions as well, uh, as well as beyond Africa. I think right now it's quite a difficult time to be contemplating international expansion given lockdowns and the inability to travel and, and things of that nature. Um, but uh, we, we're very hopeful that uh, opportunities will present themselves. We already are in discussions with, with a couple of different parties and a couple of different jurisdictions. So we'll have to kind of see what the regulatory climate looks like, what the partners look like, uh, whether we go in with partners or not. Um, uh, but our, our goal is really to try to expand uh, the platform to be able to serve as many people as possible. I think in this day and age to, to, to remain locked down into a, to a national territory is a, is a very silly idea. Um, so we certainly want to expand beyond the borders of South Africa. Mm, absolutely. Are you at liberty to disclose some of those jurisdictions that you are eyeing? Not yet, just because it's still very much in limbo and there hasn't been anything confirmed. Uh, but I think the, 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 you wouldn't have to guess too many times to guess which jurisdictions in Africa we would be looking at. For <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> well, we appreciate some of those, um, those peek behind the curtains you have given us, uh, even referring to your earlier answer regarding the stake in Valor. I appreciated that point. To say that the founders remain in control, that's an important point to note as well. Uh, but looking forward to seeing the expansion into Africa and seeing that unfold. Um, now, the technology that BitMEX brings to the table. Um, BitMEX, of course, made huge waves in the industry when they offered 100x leverage, which, of course, um, uh, gives insight into the name of their holding company now. Are Valor going to be integrating some of that technology, um, of course, specifically margin trading? We will certainly be exploring it, actually. <clears throat> so we're very excited to have the expertise of, uh, of the, the entire uh, BitMEX team um, and the, the 100X team you know, more broadly. Um, and so we will definitely be looking at what kind of synergies exist and what collaboration potential exists between us and uh, BitMEX. Uh, so we're very excited what that holds. Uh, we think that there are many, uh, many more... Uh, products and services that can be built or partnered with others to bring to the South African market. Uh, you mentioned margin, margin trading. Margin trading is certainly one of them. 
other derivative like, like structures are certainly part of that. So beyond just providing a spot exchange at Valor, we would really like to be able to provide uh, as much diversity as we can um, to our customers. That, that makes sense within the South African context, as well as Irish, other jurisdictions that we enter. So we certainly will be exploring uh, a number of those products and features to be bringing to our customers. Can you give any form of timeline as to when you expect to see some of those released to the market? Are we looking at a year, 18 months, two years? Really difficult to say now. I don't like to commit when we really don't know. Um, so we like to just build and then announce and deliver. Um, so difficult to, to say at this stage, James. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, Farzam, we uh, really appreciate your time here because uh, this was obviously a surprise announcement for us. We had to get you on the phone very quickly to get the ins and outs of this. We really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Um, any other final comments before we go? Um, I think just very excited that, that uh, you know, a South African company, given the restrictions that exchange control often poses, has been able to accomplish this. Um, uh, a lot of people say, oh, exchange control is only capital leaving the country, but they they fail to understand that, that investors uh, knowing that are also um, you know, careful about putting money into the country, given the exchange controls about leaving the country or capital leaving the country. So you know, we, we, we really use the best lawyers uh, in the country, uh, both locally and abroad, to pull this deal off. So it was very well thought out and, and structured very well. So uh, exchange control shouldn't be a problem or won't be a problem at all. But we're also very excited about, you know, having pulled this off during this difficult time uh, of the COVID pandemic, as I mentioned. And so the nice thing is that we have started hiring um, people into the team. Uh, we will continue hiring. So these part of these funds will be used for that to build the team itself. So we're very excited that at a time that's difficult for many businesses, we're allowed, we're, 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 or this investment will permit us to keep growing the company, hiring people within the South African market and abroad, and to really try, continue to serve uh, our customers to the best of our ability. So we're very excited about what the future holds. Um, I think that the, the real hard work starts now, uh, now that the capital is available uh, and needs to be deployed. So we're very excited, James. Wow, well, really great news, really exciting stuff for you. And we're looking forward to seeing it all unfold. Good luck and thanks for chatting to us. Thank you so much, James. Take care. Bye-bye.